Hey team, welcome back to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR wing. I'm Dr. Reed and I'm in the studio today with our four Charlies, our mental health technicians from across the wing. Sergeant EO from Herbert Field. Sergeant Eric from Nellis Air Force Base. Sergeant Crystal from Cannon Air Force Base. So I'm super excited to have you guys in the studio. Uh, it's so rare that we get a chance to kind of talk with people from our own tribe. And uh, I know you guys are huge fans of the podcast. <laughs> huge fans. Totally. Huge. <laughs> Downloaded you all of them. <laughs> you know, we talked about honesty in our last podcast. Honestly, they talk about that. So today <laughs> we are following up on our series on healthy relationships. And in the last episode, as you probably recall, we talked about honesty as being a core component for healthy relationships. Today we're going to talk about respect. And I want to start off by asking you guys a question uh, because I, I suspect that people will have different definitions or what respect looks like for them. And, you know, we're talking about in our interpersonal relationships, maybe our romantic relationships or our friendships, but as well as relationships at work. So give me a quick and dirty definition for you. What does respect look like in relationships? Um, how do you know if you're getting it or if you're not getting it? Sergeant Neal, what do you think? A lot of times, to me, respect is value and appreciation. What is that person, what are they worth, what do they want, and if possible, trying to do that because that respects them as a person. I think you're getting at an important point. I, like, I love that. So you're talking about in order to show you respect in the first place, I, as a supervisor, have to get to know you and know what it, what it would look like for you. Exactly. How do, you I, how do I do that? Like, you and I are getting to know each other. Uh, how would I go about finding out how I can be respectful toward you or, or what you would appreciate? Do you, what's a good way to do that? And anyone can jump in here. You can ask them. Okay. <laughs> like, because everybody, everybody has, you know, different definitions, which is why we're having this conversation of, of what respect looks like. And it is. It is literally just about sitting down with the individual and, and having an honest conversation and saying, hey, you know, I'd... I'd really like respect to go both ways here. You know, how can I show you that I'm being, you know, I'm showing you respect? So for that matter, uh, Sergeant Crystal, what would you say, whether we're talking about at work or whether we're talking about at home, how do people show respect to you or what's a sign of disrespect? I always look at how individuals talk to me. Um, I, I think that's kind of a good way to gauge on the respect in the relationship. Um, whether it is at work or at home, you know, obviously if, if someone's talking to you in, in, in a, you know, they're talking down to you, that's a very obvious way of, I think, of disrespect. But I think we have to be really conscious of our, our tone, um, our body language. You know, there's a lot to be said about the way we're even sitting, looking at somebody. Um, so that to me, especially if I'm having like a really engaging conversation, um, respect for me is that you're you're engaged with me, and I that's outwardly showing. So the verbal and the nonverbal communication yes. for you, and it sounds like that could be true at work or mm -hmm. at home. For sure, relationships. What about you, Sergeant Eric? So with respect, when I think about like a relationship, I think about like um, respecting someone's needs and needs and wants. So there's things that people need, and there's things that people want, and. Some of that is, uh, could be alone time. You know, they want some alone time. Um, they may want uh, some, they may want some time to do hobbies or something like that, but you know, respecting that part of them. Um, but definitely respecting someone's time, because uh, that's one of the things I value 
personally, someone else may not value it as much, but to me, um, respecting time is a big deal to me. I, I know for me, and I just, I always go to my relationships at home when I think about respect or disrespect, and I guess um, I'm the kind of person who, you show me respect if you're, if you're helping me out, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done during any given day. And if we're kind of pulling together, if I can kind of uh, assess that we're all working together towards some common goal, uh, that's how you show me respect. So I did have a story to share. When we talk about respect, one thing that I, I noticed was how you take care of things. My first time being a supervisor, taking care of those things became airmen. So I reminded myself that that's someone's son, someone's brother, someone's sister. Mm. But taking care of things that are not yours does speak highly as to how much respect you give to that person that owns them or that agency. But I always learned that that was very respectful without actually saying. So going back to what you said, Dr. Reed, it's more of a verb than just a, just a word. Yeah, and I, what you said just struck me so powerfully that we're talking about I mean, you were talking about airmen. You weren't talking about objects or, you know, right. necessarily. You weren't talking about a desk specifically. You were talking about airmen. And as a supervisor, when you came into that role, your understanding was that treating this airman with respect, right. um, utilizing this airman like, uh, like a prized possession, you know, exactly. or, or acknowledging that this is someone's son, this is someone's daughter, this is someone's partner, uh, that, you know, showing respect to them is, in effect, showing respect to a whole host of people who right. also care about this person. Okay, well, certainly when we think about respect, uh, we're, we're talking about a mutual understanding within a relationship that, uh, and there's acknowledgement of potential differences sometimes. I mean, mm -hmm. showing respect means that we might not always disagree, or excuse me, we not, might not always agree on something. Right. And often, I think you find that's true in the workplace. You find that you, you disagree with people. How have you seen people respectfully kind of communicate uh, differences of opinion, differences of belief, and, and how, how do people navigate those successfully? What's been your experience? Tactful communication, <laughs> yeah. I would say. Um, you know, obviously in the military, we have a rank structure, right. um, and you have to abide by and respect that rank structure, regardless of sometimes the person behind it. Um, so I have found that um, tactfully communicating and also trying to find a way to yes, um, whether it's a meet in the middle um, or you know somewhere in between, um, sometimes it doesn't always have to be one way. There can be another way to do it. You know, I so appreciate what you just said tactful communication and when you think about tactics in general um, right. like I'm thinking about small team tactics like in a special tactics kind of uh, environment those are pretty practice maneuvers right pretty yes um, it, it, it's not something that they're winging you know you don't wing it going door-to-door -door, right there's some pretty prescribed TTPs <laughs> to be right. successful in that kind of environment and yet I think when it comes to communication we may be, we may shoot from the hip a little bit more. We may assume that, um, well, I'm a generally good person. I can go into this interaction, and it's probably going to go just fine. Do you think that we might show respect to someone by how practiced we go into a conversation that might be an important one? What what you said uh, just reminded me of an experience I had in Japan, and how much the word respect 
it's a, a heavy, heavy word. Mm. Respect ties in acceptance and tolerance and heritage, customs and courtesies. So working with Japanese counterparts, I couldn't just go right to their desk and say, hey, I want this paper or I want this uh, patient clinic roster the next day. You have to go in there prepared. Okay, are they having a good day? Did they have anything that happened during lunch? How do they look? Because how you approach them with respect, you'll, you'll get the outcome that you want and that you need. But if you go in there and you have this sense of entitlement, like I'm in charge here, you work for me, I want this report, I want this roster, you, you won't get far with anyone. Mm-hmm. And again, knowing that they're not the same culture as you, respecting that and allowing that to guide the conversation goes a long way. Yeah, I, I, if we could just sort of take what you just said and apply that to more of our day-to-day kinds of interactions. Right. Just assume, for argument's sake, that people are vastly culturally different from us right. um, and that it requires that same sort of delicate care and preparation uh, going into those interactions, especially if we're talking about a sensitive topic or conversation that needs right. to occur. I think we show respect by preparing for that uh, and doing that kind of forward thinking before we launch into the discussion. So as you guys know, on the pillars, uh, we like to give our listening audience some tips. And today we've been talking about and making the case for why respect is an important component of healthy relationships. So what tips do you guys have for folks in our listening audience about how they can be better at or how they can demonstrate respect or some things that they might want to steer away from uh, in order to not come off disrespectful in the relationships? Well, in, in mental health, we like to teach a little thing called assertive communication. And um, part of that is, you know, knowing what, uh, what, what your boundaries are, what your feelings are on something, and kind of well thought out kind of things. Um, but when you're doing this, uh, uh, when you're doing assertive communication, make sure you're using more like I statements and stuff like that, like I feel this and I feel that. Not like, you know, you do this, you make me do that. Because you want to blame anyone for anything. Um, because it's something that you're going through personally or you're, you're feeling. Um, so use the I statements because someone might not be aware of how you feel about something and uh, just you know, letting them know this, this is how I feel about this. Um, they may be able to uh, change some of their behaviors and stuff like that. You know, that's a great point. I had not thought about assertiveness as a way to kind of engender more respect in relationships, but really what you're saying is by using I statements and talking about how you feel, you're you're really calling for or pulling for a more respectful kind of interaction from the other person. Or at least the other person has the opportunity, you know, you're taking a risk in talking about how you feel and you're not putting blame on another person for how you feel as a sign of respect. Hopefully you're you're modeling what respectful communication looks like in, in your relationship, whether that's in a romantic relationship or whether that's a relationship at work. So just by being assertive, I think you're calling for a certain kind of response style from the other person. That's a great tip. What about you guys? It is, and it reminds me of something that I think we've all heard, the grass is greener where you water it. Hmm. So if you're cultivating that respectful environment, it's just bound to be natural and be the norm. Hmm. Respect really has to be cultivated within the unit and the people. So you have to show appreciation when others demonstrate respect toward you. I love that. I've actually never heard that the grass is greener where you water it. Oh. So reinforce or uh, whatever is it you want to see more of. Right. Um, you know, so going back to your example, uh, in the beginning you were talking about 
one way that you really show respect is by getting to know me and what's important to me and what I like. And so that might be time with my family. Right. So reinforcing that, you know, might mean coming back to your supervisor and say, hey, I really appreciate that you let me sp spend some time with my family. Um, here's what I was able to do with that time. Uh, thanks again just for kind of right. getting to know what's important to me. For sure. What about you, Sergeant Crystal? Um, I, for me, um, open-mindedness, I think, is really important uh, when it comes to respect. And, and that's, again, up and down the chain, you know, even to your lowest-ranking airmen. Um, you know, if they come to you with an idea, you know, be open to hearing that idea. Um, and even if it's, it might be, you know, the worst idea that you've ever heard, but still respecting that time and the fact that they came to you and that they shared that with you um, and not just shutting them down right away. I mean, you never know, you know, some of these young airmen have really innovative ideas. So hearing them out um, shows that, hey, you know, they listened and, and, and they respect my time as much as I respect theirs. Absolutely. I, you know, what I hear there is just showing that you have respect for that individual's worth, uh, that their ideas are important to you. You know, Colonel Stone and Chief Greider just finished up uh, their kind of initial 60-day tour of the wing, and one of the uh, coming off the heel, coming on the heels of that is uh, this solici solicitation from Colonel Stone. She's saying, email me, I want to hear from Airman directly. And she's given Airman kind of the direct line to her, and she's basically said, I will read all of these emails. And she's provided some coaching on kind of um, how to get a good message across. But uh, I don't know how you show more respect for an individual and their ideas than by saying, hey, what you, what you think matters to me and I want to hear your thoughts. So that was a, I thought that was a great way to, to, to reach out, especially in the initial days and weeks of her command. Right. Well, guys, I think that's it for us today. I think that sort of wraps up this discussion on respect and uh, as a, a core component of healthy relationships. I want to thank you guys for traveling all this way just to be on the pillars. No, thank you. Yes, yes. Thanks for having us. Well, that's it from us here at Langley. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing. I'm Dr. Reed. Sergeant Neo. Sergeant Crystal. Sergeant Eric. And uh, thanks for listening. Take care.